Um, right, you know, I think you need to open up your bottle, man. I was going to bust it on the podcast, innit? Yeah, bust it open. I am so happy, yeah, listeners. Morph got me a Magnum tonic wine for all of our listeners who don't know what this is. What, are we recording? Yeah, always. Oh, okay. Bust it. Let me see you bust it open. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cheers. We got we gotta do our standard cheers. Episode 29. Mbappe episode. What are you drinking there, Cal? Um, well, you got me uh something a little funkier, didn't you, bruv? Hop Hunter Session IPA. It's got like a shark on it. And full flavoured with notes of zesty citrus fruits. Let's give it just a little taste. Mm. And while he's doing that, I'm drinking Adnam Southwold Ease Up, Ease Up Selector IPA. Mm. Uh, my wife went to Southwold recently and she went not to the brewery, but she got loads of beer for me. Big mango aromas. Yeah, big mango aromas. Yeah, big mango. Flavours of pine, melon and grapefruit. Clean, dry, fresh and subtle sweetness. A big hot bill. Perfect for any session. Cheers. Wow. Mm. That's all right. Mm, yeah. That's nice. What's your, what you, what's yours That's like? good. It's, it's very hoppy, man. I'm quite liking the fact that we talk about what we're drinking before every episode. So you've given me the Hop Hunter Session IPA. That is very hoppy as well. It might Could, be a bit of a Hop 13 kind of taste. Well, it's a hip-hop podcast and it's hot beers, so we better yeah. hop, hop to it. The hop is... <laughs> <laughs> Here's my dad jokes. My... But also, listeners, for the first time ever, I'm going to be trying Magnum Tonic Wine. Yes. On the air, I'm so gassed about this. Bro. What that I drink it? Yeah, I, w- I want it, I want you to describe it, and I want to hear your reaction. I'm gonna drink well. it and level up and turn into some Super Saiyan, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> Akuma, hair Goku, blonde. Ah, hair blonde in it. Ah, ah, level up, and then when I go home with me, Andrew will be like, ah, ah, give it a Super Saiyan smash. Give it a Super Saiyan. <laughs> Anyway, it's episode twenty nine. Right, there's a nice story behind that Magnum as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it came from Morph. Shout out to Morph. We're back in Morph Studio again. In That's Forest it. Gate. I heard there was a murder around here last night. Actually, what? Um, Why just? <laughs> but when I was in the Uber on the way, I literally went past. Uh, shout out to Rap Raven. Went past Rap Raven's old street. Yeah, and there was literally bare police out there, and they had like a little tent set up in the middle of the road. Like, say there was a body in the middle of the street, and there was reports. If you Google it. Um, Forest Gate shooting. There's reports. BBC, Daily Express, oh. everything, man. Somebody got bodied, man. That's mad. That's... I, think, I think it was a shootout with the police, actually. It started in Leytonstone and then they got to Forest Gate. And yeah. Like, exchanging, like, going back and forth. What back, is back, going back. on? Or like Kendrick would used to say, do, 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 do. Or like Griselda Records, do, 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 do. Hey, yo. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> man, I'm so happy about this episode. I can't wait. Like we said, episode 29. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. As you know, we're available on all formats, uh, not just SoundCloud, not just iTunes. Mm. We're on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just Google us. Do it. Check us out on Instagram, at yep. Beer at Bants. Check us out on Twitter, at Beer at Bants. Check us out on Facebook. Insta, everything, We're Snapchat, putting the work. When in. you're gonna get the Snapchat popping, bro? No, know you're on the Snapchat thing. No, I'm not, man. I, do, I don't rate Snapchat. I keep Instagram. In fact, you know what? A few episodes ago, I was going, "Oh, why are people putting stuff in their stories?" And very, very, but mm. now I'm addicted to it. I'm on my stories constantly. Um, so make sure you go follow us at IngsLT. Yeah, but and that's why it would be good for you to get on the Snapchat, bro, because Snapchat is all stories. That's like yeah. literally the point of it, isn't it? I think Instagram stories is better. I think that's just I'm just I'm just feeling that much more. So yeah, we're right. we're doing everything on Instagram. On well, if Twitter. anyone out there wants to come work for us for the uh, beer rap and banter street team, uh, you can come and uh, be on our social media team as well, What's and maybe email? you can run the Snapchat for us. So uh, beer rap and banter at gmail.com. Uh, or obviously, if you want to hit us on the socials, it's app beer, beer rap, rap bands. That's on it. Everything. That's it. 
or if you enjoy drinking, just let us know, man. Um, yeah, we're going to kickstart. Carol, what's, what's your opinion? This London weather, man, it's been hot. It's been absolutely amazing, bro. Yeah, good. I'm glad you appreciate the heat. Of course, man. I think, like, at this time of year, we're usually moaning that summer's done already. And it's been a nice, long, good run, except for this flipping, what do you call it today? Thunderstorm? Yeah. Jeez. So torrential downpour, a bit of rain and uh, lightning and thunder for yeah. a little bit. But it was needed. It called everyone off and we're back on it on the weekend. And you know what? I, I'm, I love this weather, man. I don't complain. The only time I'm not really feeling, and I'm sure you can appreciate that, listeners, if you listen to us on your daily commute, is the underground I heard on the Central Line mm. uh, the other day it got to something like 38 degrees or something, 35 mm. degrees on the Central Line. And I know mm. that's a, that is our sort of one of our local lines, so it must get a bit bit peak on the way to work. It is, it so is listeners, if, you listen, if, if, you, if we're uh, helping you on your commute to work, to and from work, let us know, you know, and also just know that we're with you and we're thinking about you. With you in spirit. Definitely yeah. not with you on that sweaty ass train, musty man. Musty armpits all breathe. up in your face. Oh. <laughs> Dude's looking like they're gonna faint. I saw someone today. Yeah, he was folded over the little window. You know, you got like the little doors that connect the two carriages on the underground, and you can open the windows just a little slightly. You can't open it like all the way down, but you can open it. And he was folded out like he put half of his body through the thing, oh. like he was finished. Sweaty guys. <laughs> Not feeling the sweaty guys. Your commute oh, must be a bit... Your, your commute must be... Oh, because right, I moved recently. Okay. So my commute's different. It used to take me like an hour in to get like from like southeast London, yeah. getting into the city. Um, and now it's like um, about 15 minutes. It's now, nice. Yeah, it's pleasant. That. I think your commute to work can definitely make or break you and sort of in terms of happiness and, and, and how you feel about work. Like I'm really lucky. It's a short 10-minute drive. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm on holidays at the minute, so I ain't really got to travel for shit. But slacker, yeah. <laughs> I've been no, I've been driving around. I'm going to uh, so because of the good weather as well. I'm going to a festival this weekend. Big up uh, DJ Music Man. He's putting on a festival, uh, Shabam, uh-huh. and it's going to be house music. We're doing a hosting set. Um, we're just going to go and rave. Uh, there's fancy dress. I was trying to sort out my fancy dress outfit, but. I sort of left it to last minute and it didn't didn't quite oh work out. We I, might have to get you a granny outfit then. What, like in Berlin? Yeah, you quite like that last time. Yeah, I've still got it. You still, still got the slippers? I still dress up as the old granny in the bedroom. <laughs> with the saggy boobs? Yeah, well, no, I kept the saggy boobs, definitely. <laughs> and the wig. <laughs> so we get grease. You kind of like stroke the boobs when you get a bit bored. And Swing them around, man. Swing them around like some, <laughs> like a helicopter. That's your little, your little sex doll when Andrea's away, isn't it? Yeah, no, I wish she's there, man. <laughs> She tells me to dress up as an old woman. <laughs> Put the wig on, boy. Put the wig on now. And the floral nightingale. I don't want to. Boy, if you don't put that shit on. Oh, no, I'm not adverse to dressing up as a... I would, I'd dress up in a skirt or a dress for Bants. I did, obviously. Are you talking about Bants or are you talking about role play now in the bedroom? No, for Bants, not for role play. Okay. I've never really done a role play thing. Um, have I done a role play thing? No, not even as a teacher. Not even on a greasy one, like... I think that would be hilarious bants in the bedroom. I've never done it myself, but I am up for it. I do think, like, you know, if you did, like, Cops and Robbers or something, and, yeah. you know, like, stop there, miss, what are you doing? Okay, now I'm going to have to frisk you and pat you down. <laughs> Get in these furry handcuffs that I've got here. Oh. Comfortable furry handcuffs that won't hurt your wrist. Where are you putting that truncheon? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so other than the London weather, how you been? How you been this week? Really um, good? Yeah, man, it's been a nice little week, I think, for me, man. I'm, I'm a bit knackered because it's been a long week. Yeah. Um, I recently set myself a fitness goal, didn't I? Mm. Um, so all week long I've been trying to eat healthy, 
and um, I started sort of training a bit. Now, I'm, I was thinking I might do one of those corny social media before and after kind of posts, innit? Like, just put a picture up, like, butt naked or something. No, don't do that. You get blocked. And, and then do the after pick. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm all ripped next year, looking what? hench like Schwarzenegger. Looking like the black Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, that's your AKA. It's Bendot and the, and the black Schwarzenegger. Get down. Uh, it's got, it's got, you know what? It's going to be like one of those chicks, one of those pictures that chicks do. You Before know, when they're like, after. oh, what do you think of my new hair clip? And then they got their titties all out in the picture. Like, Don't have your titties Any all picture out. just to show something <laughs> off. Like, I'm just there showing off my nuts. Like, yeah, I'm going to go and start training in your the man gym. Boobs, you your man boobs. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, it starts, six packs start in the kitchen. I think if you're eating oh, well. That's a question. That's an interesting point. Yeah. So if you're eating well at home. And you're cutting off the booze. Obviously, we do beer up and banter, but sometimes we don't drink. Obviously, mm. we're not alcoholics. Um, but if you're eating Speak right, for yourself. if you're eating right, you're feeling right, you're living right. Make sure you're drinking lots of water in this lovely, uh, in this lovely London weather. Um, yeah, I know I've been feeling this weather, man. Just the other day, actually, I was uh, I was chilling with my brother Hassan, who's over from Turkey, and uh, he introduced me to his his friend, who's from South London. This 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 guy, and. Um, you know, in the last episode, we were talking about white people using the N-word yeah. around you, Cal, yeah. at work or sort of social settings, and you're like, you don't feel comfortable with it and you don't give anyone the pass. And then I was saying, yeah, I agree. Although in a rap lyric, I may say it. Uh, people might say it, but not mean anything. But you got you got to check yourself, in it, obviously. Mm. Um, so listen to this, listeners. So I couldn't have... I don't know if this was some trolling or it just happened. So I'm sitting within the park. This is a true story. They were sitting in the park in Walthamstow. Um, then Lemelot was smoking, like, you know, smoking a few few J's or whatever, bunning a few zoots. And uh, I must have told the guy that I used to rap, played him, like, my old Westwood freestyle, mm. uh, played him a few videos. Bunning a few suits. I know Morph's got that peng right now as well. It smells leng, yeah. <laughs> not, I, I, well, we're, not, we're not smoking. But, yeah, big up all the weed smokers and everyone. Do what you got to do. Um... <laughs> It's mad. So anyway, so he's like, yeah, 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 I rap like me and my boys, like, he was from South London, innit? There's a white brother, innit? Mm. Um, cool guy. Um, he's like, yeah, 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 I rap like my, a couple of my guys rap. They, he played me a couple of his records on the phone. I was like, yeah, this is, you know, not really my thing, but I can appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, I've got, got a show in a few weeks. I'm, I'm spitting somewhere. And I was like, all right, all right. He got, and he played me his voice notes. And he, get, and he goes, oh, this is shit, this is shit. I said, no, never never say your music shit. If you're, if you're going to play it to someone, play it. And because it's art, let them be the judge of it. You see, with the podcast, we we create art and then we just put it out there. Yeah. And let other people judge. I said, no, man, just spit your lyric in it. He's a bit younger than me, obviously. but So then he's, he played his voice note and I was like, cool. And he goes, yeah, I've got this lyric. So he put on his beat and he starts rapping. And as he's rapping, what did he drop? The N-bomb. Bruv, he dropped the N-bomb three times in his 16. Describe this guy. What does he look like? White, mm. South South London white Don Goon. Like, goon bag. Oh, not goon bag. Like, he works. He's got two kids. He's respectable. But you can tell he is from the Respectable goon? He's got... <laughs> with a shirt and tie. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for me? Give me the peas, blood, please. <laughs> I'll put the mash to your head, blood. I got the card machine, blood. Give me your card. I'm going to take some peas. If that's okay. Um, <laughs> so, white, white Don, ginger, uh, ginger beard. Definitely look like he is about it. Like, he, he didn't look like he was a prick, obviously. So, he's from the bits. Mm. Uh... Mm. Seemed like he had like a lot of black mates, so he's dropping the. And I only say that to say this: like he, he, he dropped the rhyme, and he's like, "Yeah, what do you man think?" And I'm sitting back like this, yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." But uh, 
bruv, you got to ch- get change the N-word. You can't really be saying that, innit? So uh, I'm trying to analyse this guy. Do you think this is like, remember uh, a few episodes ago we was talking about um, Kay Kulk and about how, you know, yeah, so he's he might, the, yeah, yeah, dro- yeah. he dropped the N-bomb yeah, once yeah, yeah. on a track. So, he's, so Kay Kulk is like, and Dappy and other, and even a pot of paper, like white, they're white skin, they're white boys, yeah. but they grew up with all predominantly black mates in all predominantly right. black culture. So they they feel that, because their mates call them that, they might be able, they feel that they can use it. Or even if they have used it, they've apologised then for saying, mm. okay, I didn't mean to offend anyone. So they've come out and said it. So you have got white people who grew up with like black mates and they get called, yeah. they get called that. I've been called that. So specifically, so, like with with the K Colt kind of example, um, uh, I remember we was going into it, we was going into it quite a bit. And there was one opinion that emerged, which is like, you know, obviously there was a backlash. People were saying, why is a white guy saying the N-word? And then there was one opinion that emerged that I saw in the YouTube uh, comments where a guy was basically saying, K. Coke is feeding the streets. He's about you that know, life, yeah. You, you ain't from around here. You ain't from the strip. You don't know what's going on around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know what I mean? K. Coke is doing his thing for our man and for the set. Like, you lot need to, like, you lot, you key, keyboard warriors, internet trolls just need to shut up. Like, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, what I'm saying is, is this guy in that kind of mould where he's like a K-Coke type of person where he's surty and maybe he can get away with it? Because in his culture, well, where that's he's the thing. from... That's the thing. So he might can be, do that. He might be surty. Okay, so I don't really know his true history. I just met him that day, smoked some zoots with him, yeah? Mm. Oh, you smoking now, are you, Ben? No, wait a minute. Ben Dock was smoking the zoots. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, Your Honour. It's the Ben Dock. I don't <laughs> it's the bend up. It's the bend up. Anyway, allegedly smoking, smoking a suit like bend up. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly smoking some suits. Anyway, uh, he says, "Yeah, no, but my." I, I pulled him up on it. I said, "Okay, I feel the lyric, but if you're gonna spit it out in public, you gotta drop that out. You can't really be saying that." And he's like, "Yeah, no, I hear you, but like I say it around my dons, I get called, I get called that, and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that, and that's wicked. Well, you know, whatever, but." You, you spitting it to eight of your mates and be like, yeah, yeah, my my jigger, my jigger, whatever, yeah? Obviously not like them or whatever. But what about the 20, 30 people that are in the audience or 100 people that are listening? They're not really going to accept it, are they? You're going to offend someone. You shouldn't be saying mm. it full stop, mm. is what I was saying. Yeah. And Wait, you told, you told him? Yeah, of course I did. Yes. Uh, so, well, no, and and, and yes. I, think, I think it stems from sort of people saying... Because I thought about it as well, like, if when if someone says something racist and I'm there and you don't pull them up, then you're part of the problem. And I'm not saying... Get this man a... Ma- Take another sip of that beer, bro. You I'm not even at the shit. Magnum yet. I might start, like, <laughs> saying, like... Start talking patois yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like... Um, Next thing you know, he's like, you motherfucking... You motherfucking... <laughs> So anyway, so... He's like, what? what? I, pulled him, I, I pulled him up on a on a on a... On a someone who's older and yeah. also performed and done music and I'm saying alright cool you, you might be able to say that and, and be called that in front of your friends and okay that's it's socially acceptable within your small circle but you don't know what effect that word is going to have on other people that are listening to you and watching you and then you don't want to be remembered as A the white rapper that used the N word Yeah, You'd, you your bars might be fire you might be the best rapper there 
But all they're going to walk away is, do you remember that white ginger boy that used the N-word? And that's, so you don't want to be branded with that. And that's also, problematic. You're, problematic. And also, you're going to... That was, uh, I think there was a guy that had beef with Nova. Um, you're you're going to be you're gonna be viewed as that. You so, did a song called White Privilege or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing. Does white privilege really exist? There's a thing by uh, Jordan Peterson. Is white privilege a real thing? There's this, there's this whole debate about is it actually a thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna put you onto Jordan Peterson. It's real. Okay. It's interesting. I think I've experienced white privilege to some extent with police. Mm. Uh, but then this talk about white. I'm gonna show it to you. Anyway. Well, that's interesting because uh, Charlemagne the God wrote a book called Black Privilege. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think is there such a thing as black privilege well, there, as well, well as uh, white privilege? What about straight black men privilege over straight black women, men over women? Gay man over male straight privilege. man. Yeah, there's, there's male privilege. Society's definitely set up in tiers, and there's like there's like an underclass, a working class, middle class, upper class. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, people will fall into those different bands, man. Yeah, no and doubt. then how you're dealt with by police or by the public is different. Obviously, how people deal with us will be different. Like mm. you're, like you're black, I'm white. We might walk into the shop and get totally different responses or we might go to a rave and get totally different. I mean, these things are just set up just for the other person's perception of you and how Mm. they deal with that. That's why I think you should just be as... I mean, we all we all chameleons and and sort of adapt to our surroundings at certain times. When it's time to talk proper, you're going to talk proper. When it's time to be a bit street, you're a bit street. When it's time to be... You know what I mean? I think we can all adapt in the room, innit? Like, I know, like... It's, it's about adapting throughout your surroundings in London, but you've got to treat everyone respect. Anyway, I pulled him up on it using the N-word. He, I think he appreciated it, and he goes, he goes, yeah, I'm going to change the word to, like, my trappers or something like that. I was like, okay. yeah, just okay. just change it. Like, he wasn't angry, mm. but I said, just, just, just know that... Just change the word, basically, innit? Like, it's... it's, it's yeah. Because just change the word. Because it's controversial, and it takes away from your flow. Yeah. And that's, that's the most important thing. When you're an up-and-coming MC... It's all about your craft. It's all about your art form. You don't want to be one of these people where people are watching your videos and saying, "Ah, oh, the beat bangs," but he's dead. Yeah. You just want everyone to say, "This is this is hard." Yeah, I'm and, feeling it. Yeah, and, and even and you don't want them talking about, "Ah, oh, he dropped the n word." Yeah. Just just talking about your craft. It's so like big up that guy as well. Yeah, yeah. Big for him having up. the presence of mind to be open to feedback because a lot of people are a bit egotistical when it comes to art and music and yeah, 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 the, yeah. You know, they feel like, "No, what was she talking about?" You don't know. But what I he's couldn't talking believe about, it. But he was open to it, so shout out to this yeah, guy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was like we were sitting there, and then like he spat the verse, and then he said it, and I thought, "Wow, this is something out of like." Curb your enthusiasm, or or some sort of sitcom where you're talking about it with your black mates, mm. and then all of a sudden, when it's just like two white guys and a Turk, like my Turkish mate, uh, and then he drops it, it's like, is the Turkish guy not white? Well, <laughs> no, he's not. Well, is he? No, in the could could he be European? Is, is is that a European country? Half of it is. So. So could we not in the eyes of the law? In the eyes of the law, he's not IC one or whatever it is. Or yeah, to be fair, on that equal opportunity. That's what I'm form, saying. Not he's not ticking uh, the same boxes that you're ticking. <laughs> I'm ticking all the boxes. White tick single, uh, not single. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Heterose- heterosexual, Jesus British. <laughs> just get, just get. Well, bruv, I think white privilege does, does, does nationalist. White no, supremacist, I'm not white privilege. Shut tick, up, man. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> talking about MCs, yeah, talking about those with flow and talking yeah. about, you know, someone who's definitely established, we got to say... A Cal big, Serious, why, thank you, y'all. That's a really nice <laughs> intro, bro. Appreciate a big, it. big shout-out to Stormzy on his birthday. Uh, I don't know if you followed his story on social media, listeners, but he flew out with the help of Spotify. <laughs> it was Spotify must have been cutting a big check on that. Hey. But basically, they flew out loads of British artists, loads of his fans, loads of his friends, family, everyone... And they had some big birthday pool party thing, I think maybe in Spain. And it had performances from like Michael Dapper doing Man's mm. Not Hot. It had the Shiggy guy, the dance. Kiki, do you, you love, love me? me? Are, Are you, you rolling? rolling? Is it rolling or riding? Riding. Oh, sorry, riding. <laughs> um, it had Crepton Cone. It had uh, Avelino, who we're big fans yeah. of. It had like uh, Manny Norte DJing. So... It was a wicked thing to see. It was wonderful seeing that. I saw a picture when they Bruv. were all sort of, they took a shot outside the plane. That was amazing. Bruv. That he was flew like a out moment, everyone man. and it was like... That's like a classic moment. Yeah, but it had like a lethal bizzle was there and it was a real good moment for Brit, for English music, for British music because you're flying out all your brethrens and people within the scene. Yeah. They're all performing. They're all dancing with each other. They're all having a good time and we're celebrating achievement and mm. good music. Mm. And now... Our artists are on par, if not better, than US artists. Woo! I'd say that. The thing is, like, I end up in these conversations, yeah, and as, mu as much as I love our own, yeah, there's there's still levels. And, and I think the problem is, like, what's going on in the States is, um, you know, it's the marketing machine, it's the money machine pushing a lot of bullshit to the surface. So you get a lot of these lils, these lil this, lil that, and... Their content is garbage, the flow's not great, the music's not great, but, you know, the youth is behind it and they, they look a certain way, they've got a certain image that the labels think this can make money, so they pump loads of money into those guys and they're at the forefront, they're in the charts. Now, then you get these guys that are like, you know, someone signed to J. Cole's label or someone signed to Nas's label, um, maybe they haven't got as much money behind them, they haven't got as big as a machine like an Interscope or a Universal or a Sony BMG, you know, but they're... Dope. They're super sick, super dope. I mean, I, I think we've got Rich. I think Rich is on the level with anybody uh, in the States, anybody in the world. Like, he's one of the top MCs out. But aside from that, you know... <sighs> that's interesting, but that's your point of view. Because I don't, I don't rate... I rate Rich, but maybe I wouldn't rate him as high as another rapper that we've got, like... Because you, you was giving us your top three selected the other day, yeah? Of... It was like a top four selected. No, no, and, no, and it was like, it was, it was like Chance the Rapper. Uh, it was like people that I'll listen to. Like yeah. if, if they're putting music, I'll stop and take it in. I think now with the whole streaming fiasco yeah. and World Star and Link Up and that Piff and all these things to get music. Like we can get music from a million ways, yeah? yeah, yeah. That our attention span uh, has shortened and our... Um, time to digest a, an EP, a record, an album has really shortened because one album's out, oh, boom, there's another album out, boom, there's another album out, boom, there's a mixtape out. So there's no time to really sit with something for a week or two because you would have missed two, three albums already. Mm. So when it comes to certain rappers from the US, uh, I will think I'll stop just and, and, and listen to them a bit more because they resonate with me or I've followed their journey. Wale... Uh, Nas naturally, you know, uh, I can't remember who else I said. Uh, Chance, because he's just a whole different kettle of fish. Um, I'm, wait, I'm waiting to hear this argument as to how the UK MCs are better. I wasn't. <laughs> That's oh, the whole I was saying, on par. I was saying on par. I was saying like the music they the music they release. On a par. If not better. Mm. The music or the rappers. What did I say? 
Well, what? I said the artists, like the music they're putting out. You compare, would you rather listen yeah. to a little pump record or would you rather listen to a notes record? Um, notes record. Who's a better rapper? I think well, US, I, 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 I prefer to US, rhythm, I prefer US rappers. You, I, I prefer to US rappers. And we'll talk about this in our music section yeah. shortly. Because um, I like grime and UK rap. I love grime and I like UK rap. But I love US rap because I grew up on it and it's still like, I don't know, maybe I'll call me a sellout or... But I'm saying what the are you music saying? You've gone full circle, man. No, man, I'm saying it's on par. Like the, the Bruh, music But in my opinion, yeah, good music is good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People in the UK are making dope music. If I can say. Yeah. I'm all here we go. I'm all shipping in. Is the... <laughs> go on, I'm putting you two pets, man. I think on the British side, it has improved. Yeah. yeah. But also on the American side, it's... It's, it's declining. Decline. It's declining. Mm. It's gone underground. So it may make the British standard look better. But if what we know as a high standard, and then you compare that, it's better, but it's not the same. Different. Mm. Yeah. It's different. What I'm saying is, their records now. Well, we're hearing UK records, English records, mm. in the ra- on the radio, in the club. People celebrating them. They become viral, which is we never would have. We didn't see that before. Yeah. So I'm saying, in that regards, they're on point. They're popping. Yeah, it's popping and it's good. Like, in terms of rapping and like, rap your ass off, you know. I was listening to something today. I think it was Kojo Funds or something. And honestly, I was just like, I thought, man, the bars are dead. Like, and and this was like Apple Radio. I was like, I was like, I was just going through Apple radio stations. There was like one called UK MCs or something. I was like, all right. <laughs> Backpack. Kano came on. I was like, oh yeah, Kane's, yeah, okay. Yeah, Kane's up and, there with the best of them. And then it was like, like just these guys that all sounded like Kojo Funds. And I was just like, Is it all this uh, all this like, like, Afro, it, Afrobeat type thing? Nah, it was more like a road rap kind of thing. They were talking about um uh, we spoke about the road rap yeah. thing before because all this drill road rap stuff is like ten a penny and the and the content is terrible. And also like when Drake tried to do the link up freestyle, that's why I was so disappointed with the link up freestyle. Like everyone's mm. saying, Oh, it's amazing and yeah. they was on ten toes, freezing posts, like Bruv, allow it. Like, is what it is, man. It sounds is whack, what it is. It? To be fair, I in think, my opinion, I think good music is good music, and you can be from anywhere in the world and make good music. And we're definitely making some really good music over here. That's it. Talking about good music over here. Hell yeah. Screw screw. Like the segue. Mercury nominees are in once again. Okay. So I'm gonna just read off some names. We got Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Who were there? They've always done their thing. They're always about with the awards and that. Yep. Yeah. We've got um, flipping Georgia Smith. Who we're big fans of. Speak for yourself. <laughs> nah, to be fair, I'm not that up on George Smith just yet. So we got Florence and the Machine. All right. Uh, but really, I would just want to talk about Novelist and George Smith. So the George Smith album, mm. Lost and Found, phenomenal soul album. If you haven't heard it by now, go listen to it. Put mm. it on. Press play. Just she's just ridiculous, man. She's mm. like her voice is second to none. She's, she's a young singer from the Midlands who's come down and she's doing big things. Um, not an Amy Winehouse feel to it because I don't think there's as much pain and sort of sorrow there, but she's got those notes, man, where you just think, rah, the hair stand that up. That is making and, me want to download something real quick. Uh, I really recommend her. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners definitely know what I'm talking about. Just, just the mention of Amy, wow. Bruv, That's worth she look. is absolutely out of this world, man. And mm. like her vocals and her... her songwriting I don't know if with her team as well but just I hope she you know if she doesn't win the Mercury uh, I'll be surprised last time I, I guessed it right when I said Sampha I should have put some peas down on it I would have mm-hmm. won some money down William Hill real quick that's it but also I'm really excited about um, the only Grime feature on there is Novelist Novelist guy something I downloaded a few months ago um, it was released in April but he produced it all himself 
he he was spitting on it. I don't even think there was any features really. Uh, I may be wrong, but this is a proper modern grime album with hints of Boy in the Corner is the best way I can describe it. The way Boy in the Corner came true and why and um, Dizzy was on that that sort of flow pattern that was unique. I think Novelist has taken that and he's. He's got this grime flow, this grime essence. He's repping South East London and the production is there and it's a real good it's a real good body of work, man. So big up novelist. I hope he wins. We're repping the grime flag. Georgia Smith, hope she she should she should win, hopefully, for the soul, for the ladies out there. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing who wins that. And whoever wins on wins that goes on to big things. Um What have you been listening to recently, Carl? Um I've still been beating out a lot of that chance to rapper since you put me on to that yeah. um, last time, bruv. Didn't do my workout, but it worked out. It's that Walla Cam, man. Oh, Walla. yeah, the Walla Cam. Walla, Walla. Oh, man. That tune's just crazy, bruv. Walla Cam, Walla Cam. I'm going to make it Walla Cam. I'm going to do Walla Cam, Walla Jeez. Cam. Walla. Yo, it's like, yo, Chance is like, he's so out of this world with his flow. I don't think a lot of people can rap on that level, man. That's what I'm saying. He's definitely every nice. every Every... Record those four. Those four songs are are amazing, man. What have you been listening to? Um, so on a hip hop side, I've been uh, I checked out the Cool G Rap and Thirty Eight Special. Mm. I think we touched on it, but I've been listening to that more. Son of Cool G Rap, uh, sorry, Son of G Rap, where basically you got the legend Cool G Rap. If you don't know about him, check him out. Basically, Cool Genius. He inspired rap. Nas. Basically, Nas, Big Pun. He's seen as the first um, gangster rapper. One of the first, yeah. The first. He's oh, seen it? as the the godfather of gangster Okay. Rap. His flow pattern, if you listen to if you listen to Pun, Nas and some others, mm. they get their whole He's the originator of, of, of that. He's the he's the forefather. That whole East New York street rap kind of Yeah, the way they the the way he just flows and the syllables and and, and the rhyme structure is it's just it's just oh man, it's just majestic. So he's hooked up with 38 Special, uh, a rapper that we liked. And basically, this is some hard, grimy, coke rap, grimy New York rap, man. Um, basically, uh, what was I listening to? Intro. Uh, the, the intro on its own with 38 Special goes in is ridiculous. Uh, Landmine featuring Ransom. I know you're a fan of Ransom, Carl. Ransom's hard. Uh, what we got? Uh, Godflow featuring Freddie Gibbs and Mayhem Loren. That has got to be a hard track. That's a hard track. My favourite was Binoculars with uh, Benny and Nori and, and Vadu where they flipped the song. Vado. Vado. Was it Vado? How do you say it? Vado. I was Vadu. What did I say? Vadu. Oh, pardon. Like, <laughs> it's not Erica, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Erica Vadu. <laughs> Some bootleg market version. Anyway, they flipped the CNN sample uh, of the war report okay. from Iraq. Um what else was I feeling? Yeah, that's, bro. That's a classic album for the listeners, the, the young listeners there. Some real coach CNN, shit. The War Report. That's that's, that's one you need to get on your Googles and, and look up, man. Above that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that uh if you like your hard rap and some, you know, real smooth beats, called you rap and 38 special, man. I was in Tesco, I was listening to it, and it had me so gas, man. I was just like buying baking soda, mm. bought Pyrex dishes and baggies, and I thought <laughs> I was in the trap. Talk, talking about Freddie Gibbs, there was a track on that Freddie Gibbs EP. Um, that I mentioned last time, uh, where they sampled the Easy E, mm. yeah. Um, so the NWA, that's one. That's another one for the youngsters to do their googles on. And bro, th- that tune is an absolute banger. I recommend. Yeah, go checking that out. Still. All right. What else on the music tip? Uh, have you heard this artist called Buddy? It's no. Oh man. 
Amazing, amazing. A lot of West Coast artists from Compton. Uh, I think he worked with Pharrell a long while ago, a few years ago. Um, basically, he dropped this new project called Buddy. Mm. Uh, You're on your A now. No, no, Buddy releases Harlan and Alondra. Yeah, I am, man. Well, I've been on summer holiday. I've just been listening to this shit. Mm. But this is some... He's gone clear, man. Like, West Coast, but not... Yeah, it's just rapping, singing, flows. Uh, and then I checked out his back catalogue as well. So Magnolia and Ocean and Manton, Mantona, um, Montana. Um, yeah, real big fan of that. So go check out... Buddy, man, you got it all, man. Triple threat. There's a lot of music I've been listening to. What else? What else has been going on? Is that, is that something there that's from Shameless? You heard a, a new song from Shameless? Mm, no, he's got a record called Shameless. Okay, I was wondering because I'm like, I, I could have sworn Shameless don't really like... check out his record called Shameless, Buddy. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Like the whole album's amazing, man, and it's got some good features on there. Um, nice West Coast flow, spitting hard, spitting some real shit. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, actually. Been listening to some P-Money as well? Yeah, the new P-Money and Little D. Big grand fans in there. Big up the OGs. Uh, they did this whole back-to-back thing, so they're just spitting... Well, just usual P-Money, innit? Just going in hard. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Little D. I think he gets overlooked a lot. Okay. Uh, I think he's very consistent. I like his flows. Um, they did a good Tim and Barry freestyle where they went back-to-back. Um I think P Money don't really play, man. And um, I like right, the way ridiculous. that after that beef that he's had, um, he kind of came out unscathed. Oh, man. with Gets? Oh, no, no, with um, Dot, uh, Dot, Dot Rotten. Yeah, that, was, that seems like a long time ago. I mean, I guess in terms of the internet, it's yeah. like it's ages ago. But I mean, how long ago is, that, is it in actual oh, time? Fuck what, those months? months? I am Six sweating. months ago, something like that? Dying in here. Um, so, but, you know, and beefs can kill someone's career, man. So. Yeah. Um, right. You need to drink up though, bro, because you got about a third of that beer left, and we need to see you get onto this Magnum, bro. I think I got a bit too drunk on the last episode. Even though I got <laughs> two beers in. Um, Why don't you bust the Magnum open, like, so you can tell the listeners what your opinion? No, of I'm gonna drink is. the beer. I'm gonna finish the uh, the ease up all IPA, right, all right, all right, and then uh, all right, one person who didn't get bodied by beef was when uh, talk about like Nicki Minaj. Have you had the new Takashi Six Nine record she's done? Uh, Takashi 69. Oh, Nicki Minaj and, and Takashi the yeah, collab. Fifi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen the video? The video is jokes, man. The video is jokes. The beat's banging. <laughs> the beat's ridiculous. Mm. The record's ridiculous. I like it. I love it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Which is sounds I, like I, a contradiction because I know we're talking this righteous shit when we're talking about like Griselda and Cool G Rap and Nas, but then it, well, this is music like music for different moods, isn't it? Like I sometimes like you need that rowdy, <laughs> that that ignorant stuff. Sometimes you need that positive stuff. This balance, like you always say, yin to the yang. Yin know? to the yang. For every Kodak Black, you need a a common sense. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting yin and yang. Kodak Black and common sense, polar opposites. I think Kodak talks a lot. I mean, he gets sort of tired with an ignorant brush but he he can he has got, got some jewels in there I know you're looking at me crazy right about now but... <laughs> Kodak Black with gems and jewels he does bruv I'm telling you man Kodak Black is like alright um, I gotta admit I was uh, pleasantly surprised with some of the Kodak Black stuff you play, played me in the past but more surprised at like his ability to craft a really good song like, yeah yeah because yeah. I, I know him for his more like straight ignorant tunes and then mm. there's ones where you play me and the, the music is great and then he's got a nice flow on it and the hook is, is catchy. And then I'm like, wow, this is a good song. 
but not necessarily for him having like insightful comments, social commentary, fucking just saying stuff. Oh wow, I never thought of that. Like some kind of perspective I've never thought of before. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like he's, 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 I like him as an artist. But um, just going back to the Nikki and Takashi thing, did you watch the whole thing where he got robbed? I mean, what's your opinion on that? Do you think that's real? The robbery and kidnapping. I don't know, man. Um, what do you, what, think, what do you think about that whole situation, man? Marketing. Think he's made up. It could be anything. I mean, with this guy, like, he's always in some kind of controversy, innit? And he's been golden people along for a very long time, like, saying shit like, you know, I'm out here. If anybody wants me, they know where I am. They can come and get me. And it's like, why are you living like that? Why are you caught? Why are you flirting with danger? You know what I mean? Caught in controversy. And so to hear a story that, you know, someone's run up on him and actually done what he's been saying people should try and do, it's not surprising at all. Um, and, you know, I've been seeing Breakfast Club interviews and stuff like that where, you know, they've been trying to save him. They've been trying to tell him, look, the path you're going on is a path that leads to death and destruction. Like, you need to st- stop with all of that. Yeah. So we're hearing this story. I'm not surprised, bro. Do you think it's real, though? I mean, I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. So I'm I'm not going to try and comment on what I don't know about. But you give I'm opinion. not surprised to hear something like that, innit? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that he got shot three times and he was in the ICU and, you know, because of the stuff that, the way that he's living his life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's dangerous. He's walking a thin line. But what, to, what do you think? Do you think it's fake? Yes. I think he's all made up. Like, well, I hope he's okay first and foremost because mm. I do like him as a as a personality. But how are you getting robbed, taken to your house, robbed of like... 250,000 or 750,000 or whatever it was, your kids in the house, your your family's in the house, and then you're getting put back in the car and drove around. I mean, I hope it's not true. I hope he's okay. But the way he's executed it with the video dropping has been, you know, it, it, it raises suspicion a bit. Like everything he does online goes viral and he does it for a reason. Like whether he's giving money out in countries where he's shooting a video, whether he's pretending to step out on a someone's area in Chicago and he's with police like he knows how to troll people and this is a this is a good way of like trolling everyone thinking oh yeah look you said I was going to get robbed you said I was going to get done in well look now it's actually happened but oh look I've got this brand new single with Murder Beats and Nicki Minaj and it's like the number one record around the world or whatever it's banging um and his face looks like someone's jumper on the last day of school but you know <laughs> like did you ever sign anyone's shirt on the last day of school? I Come think that's on, a new thing. Everybody did, bro. I remember us having wet t not wet t-shirt competitions. Oh, uh, hello. Whoa. Hey, what were you doing on the last day of school? Can I just say, yeah, in the process, <laughs> I've opened up this magnum. Uh, it was a present from Morph. The only present Morph's ever given me in all my years Aww. of knowing him. Of all the money and business and friendship I've provided. I'm joking. He's helped me with my career, I ain't going to lie. And he's given me a magnum tonic wine. So I've had this, like, and it's, it's doing a lot, but... On the last day of school, yeah. for you and I, Cal, I specifically remember water fights and basically just throwing water all over the girls and just just being a pervert, innit, really, and just watching, you know, just run around and getting grubs and wow. scrubbing. Right? Was you signing T-shirts? I was <laughs> signing shirts, bruv. Like, you know what I mean? Obviously, everyone wanted my autograph, bad man from day with the bars, you know, everybody knew. Mm, um, so, yeah, I was signing my name on everybody's shirt and people were signing my shirt. And I remember, I remember, I remember having it for a while, thinking, yeah, this was, was really cool, reading back some of the names on the shirts and stuff Yeah, like have you that. kept it? Do you remember me on crutches at school? Yeah. 
Um, was that year eight, year nine? I want to say year nine. Mm. I remember when Alicia was on crutches as well, I think, the girl that I was... You was on crutches at the same time? Yeah, imagine that, listeners. Mm. Dating a girl at school and you're both on crutches. Oh, the bants. You must have, like, literally been falling over when you're trying to kiss. Oh. Bare metal clinking in it when you're trying to beat them. She was a bit bigger than you as well, so, like... She went that much bigger. That would have definitely made you collapse, Don't try and par it. Like, she went that big. But she was twice the size of you. No, she went twice the size of me. She was taller. No, she weren't. Like, she was quite muscular. No, she weren't muscular. She was, like, an athletic, muscular She was athletic. Yeah, like a Serena Williams kind of athletic. Muscular, yeah. but athletic. But as a 14-year-old boy, boy. Yeah, I mean, bruv, the back off was ridiculous. Shout out to Alicia, I don't know. The body was ridiculous. <laughs> made me a man. I still talk to her on Facebook from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Still made me a man. I was getting it at a young age. Safe, <laughs> safe sex. Anyway. <laughs> talk, talking about safe sex. Um... Cal sent me a link. Why having sex makes you feel better the next day, according to science. Sex is no longer... Sex has been linked to a lengthened life and a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. Um, You get that heart rate. Bruv, WhatsApp just hit me with a two-step verification and I can't remember what the pin is. Why did I even sign up for this extra security? Basically, scientists are saying that uh, you're happier, duh, when you're having sex or just after you've had sex. I think think we all know that. Um, well, it's funny because, like, in the age of misinformation, the age of spin, the age of fake news, I think you kind of have to state the obvious sometimes, isn't it? Because people might be thinking, well, this ain't true, this is fake news. And this is this comes from Time magazine, time.com, you know, um, and they say it's why having sex makes you feel better the next day, according to science. So, you know, uh, I mean, everyone would say that sex is a good thing, and it links you it's to... It's a great well, thing. None of us would be here without sex, would we? Let's talk about sex, Facts. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that made me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Big up Salt and Pepper. That was an amazing group. No doubt. Used to fancy them enough. Um, so there's been a paper published in the journal... Emotion by Todd Cashton and his colleagues at George Mason University. Now, I'm going to cut out all of the wordy shit, um, but basically, they use daily diaries to examine the link between sexual behaviour and well-being. There was 152 college students asked to keep a record of sexual behaviours, their emotions, their feelings, every day for three weeks, and the well-being was measured by their positive feelings, their mood, and how meaningful they felt that their life was every single day and people were happier uh, they were found with more meaning in their lives the day after any type of sexual activity from deep kissing grease to sexual intercourse grease and this was all founded on a scientific process in research I would can you imagine being a young student and taking part in that research you're just like yeah sign me up man what, let's get to beat and like you find out what happened and it's research you know based, isn't it? Oh my you know god! So according to Kashtan, uh, a human's fundamental need to belong is likely at the root of this effect because sexual contact is a communication of acceptance and social inclusion from those with whom we are intimate. And there's a quotation here. There's something profound about someone else giving you access to their body and accepting access to yours. This experience of vulnerability and acceptance can be a powerful signal of inclusion 
that improves emotional health. I mean, it feels great, doesn't it? Like, you know, like, we we talked about finessing on a podcast before, haven't we? Finessing so, you know, like, when you finesse sake. a chick, yeah? Um, now, for the rapist man them out there, they might not relate <laughs> to this, innit? But when you finesse a chick and Hopefully says, you ain't got no rapist man And she in. says, okay, yes, you get that instant feeling of... You fucking yes! Like she's gonna look me smash. like, and it's such a great feeling when someone accepts you. Your persistence. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's knocking at the door, knocking at the door. Let me in, 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 let me finally let you oh, in. Oh man, it's it, there's something profound about someone else giving you access to their body. Persistence it's great. pays off. Like you know what? Sometimes like there's guys that I think with some of my boys from back in the day, naming no names, uh, have been just hooked on the chase. Mm. So, like, you might have a wifey um, and you might not want to cheat on your wifey, but you might just want to holler at a next chick and just see if you still got it. Like, just, you know what I mean? Just see if you can get that. Sometimes yes. I and then you're myself, like, yes, see well, if I, I still got still... it. R.I.P. Prodigy. That's it. That's it. Sometimes you test myself, see if I still got that's it. That's such a sick line. But man. it's like, sex is like cardio work, but it's a workout. So when you're, when you're having regular sex, you're, you and your partner's body is trim because it's a, you're burning a lot of calories. It's I think cardio, we spoke B. about this mm. in a, a few episodes ago about burning calories. So yeah, it's cardio. So it's definitely going to make you feel good, man, That when you bust that, bust that nut. No doubt. I mean... Um, having that magnum, now I'm ready to bust a... F- let off the M16 woo! stinger. Um, apparently, a, per- <laughs> a person's relationship with their sexual partner actually matters too not just the sex the relationship matters and when all the participants were asked to rate how close and connected they felt to their partner during sex the rating didn't accurately predict the well-being the next day and the finding wasn't statistically significant however when examining those in romantic relationships the people that actually care about their partners the additional feelings of well-being did come from especially satisfying and intimate sexual contact, but they depend on the strength of the romantic relationship overall. Wow. That is amazing. So that's basically saying when you're with someone that you really like, the next day after sex, like that can be an even more like really satisfying and and intense kind, yeah, of, of, course. kind of sex and, and a great feeling the next day, the day after. Well, it's that post-nut clarity. Like, as soon as you bust that nut... <laughs> What a fucking summary. So, <laughs> this this really get real, innit? I'm getting a stitch. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that I'm way that's what I'm talking about. If it's that post nut clarity, like as soon as you bust, oh, me, fellas would be like like they get their faculties in it and they, like they just become clear and all the smoke clears. You think, what am I doing here, man? I can see clearly now, now the rain, rain has gone. gone. <laughs> I can see your oh my God. Love in my is beautiful. Way. This is amazing. But when you bust that nut, you're thinking, <laughs> shit, right, I've got to get up at morning, I've got work at this time, I've got to get this bus, I've got to do. Where... Depends who you're beating, innit? Because well, obviously, if it's any dead so, thing, you're like, fuck, man, as soon as yeah, I bust so this I've got to put my trousers, I've got to get out of here, man. As soon as you bust that I've got to go. As soon as you. As soon as you... I'm ready to go, right? <laughs> You've already got your shirt and on and jeans and then you have to do I'll see you later, I'll call you. <laughs> as soon as you feel the nut coming, stop putting your socks on. <laughs> By the it's time you emptied out, man's got his hat on everything. It's coming, it's coming, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going again. Oh, shit, listen. So when you have that, when you bust that nut in it and you're, and you're laying next to the girl, you're either thinking, yeah, Grease. I want her to stay or... I want to stay or shit, I've got to get her out or shit, I've got to get out of yeah. here because 
I'm in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's like, so you start weighing up the options and we have a thing, stay at your yard after you beat and you don't really want her to stay. You've got mm. to try and, without offending her, you've got to try and finesse her out of the door, innit? Yeah. And you'll be like, you should be saying bare things. No, but you can just like, you know, keep it real. Nah, that's never, probably never best to do Nah, that never best to keep situation. it real when, when, when sex is involved. <laughs> Well, no, there is obviously. Uh, but what if, was, what's if you're trying be the to finesse, if you're trying to finesse, like, the you can just be like, I've, I've got work in my, like a lot of times. I'll say like, I've got studio tomorrow, so you know, I've got to record the greatest podcast in the world, beer at bands. You got to get out. So that and and that's generic. Like they don't know what time studio is. Your studio could be like fucking nine o'clock at night. No, but what they say? Oh yeah, I'll stay. I'll come. I'll come studio with you. Wah, wah, wah. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. The worst one is when they stay and then in the morning they're trying to do some useful shit like trying to you know fucking, why, you trying know, to wash dishes no, trying you know to show why value. Trying, like. You know why they, yeah, they're trying to show value. They're trying to make their stock rise, innit? They're trying to get they're trying to make their stock rise and go through the roof because they know they've just been smashed and they don't want to seem like they're grizzly, innit? So they're trying to wash up and show that they're wiping material and really it's this foot on the neck, innit? It's like your foot foot like, on neck. You're greasing them off so you're not, you're not really wifey material like that. No, but you know what though, I, I want to go on the record as saying that just because a woman puts out on the first date doesn't mean she no, isn't no, wifey material. I didn't say that. I just want to say that. Okay, yeah, I me too. I echo that because honestly, yeah, like sex is sex. Like women want to smash just as much as men do. Sometimes more. But I think it's these societal pressures that make them feel like they have to act away. Um, but if she wants to just keep it real, like you could have one of them chicks that's like mad cool, that she'll bun a zoot with you, she'll drink a drink with you, she can watch football or, or be cool when you're watching football and not moan, you know. Or she could just and, enjoy and, football. And she might just want to fuck just the way that you want to fuck as well. And Greece. she's cool. And it's like, and when she's so cool and down to earth, like... You think, oh, I found the one. Just, just, just be easy, innit? She's like, wifey. Easy. Like, there's, there's literally no need to be all, oh, well, I smashed on the first date, so it's not wife materials. Like, no, that's bullshit. That's some that's backwards why... mentality. Like, we talked about backwards people. Yeah. That's a backwards mentality. That's why asking women. Because this like, chick is progressive. Asking and women she's not your body playing count. games with you. Yeah, from... all, this, all this body count talk is like. Because if Stead. you really like someone, you go. If, you, if you're dating someone or seeing them and then you go, oh, yeah, yeah, like, into relationship. Oh, so, like. How many like fellas? Yeah. If she says a mad number, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna throw it all away because she says a mad number? Or are you gonna be like, well, my my number's you, mad you know as what? well. Like, I was talking to my brother. What happens if the girl's recently? number's madder than yours? And how bruh, do you take that? Like, that is a lot to just don't ask. That's it. Yeah, just, just don't, don't ask. ask. Yeah. Well, women lie anyway. I mean, men lie. Yeah, women. Women <laughs> finesse men. Don't get it twisted. Women men, are out there finessing man all day long. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers Have you don't. Seen- <laughs> <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Yo, have you seen that video? Yeah, where it's like a, a video conversation. It's like <laughs> a Skype. Move, we're running to the booth. We got take it. Leg, he's dying. Man. He's dying, bro. He's Listeners, dying with that one. Engineer, he's smoked up the. He's dying with that one. Smoked up the 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 lemon. The, the smoke in the leng, the lemon. That's why you're coughing. All you do is smoke madism. Smoking mad weed. Uh, the Trust amount of records me. about weed. There's a lot. You could do a whole set about it. You could even have a genre of smoke weed type of rap. Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Cypress Hill. Snoop Dogg. Currency. Uh, who else smokes mad weed? Redman. Redman. Takao. Oh, no, that's something else, isn't it? Takao is like some angel dust or some shit. So basically, um, listeners, medical cannabis to be available on Big prescription. Big Nasty as well. He likes to smoke. That's it. Black he does. the Ripper. Maybe oh Black the Ripper. Big up the Black the Ripper. Black the River. Black the Ripper. Mm. Big up Dank of England. Maybe he could be at the forefront of this listeners. But basically, medical cannabis to be available on prescription in UK after being approved 
for use by the government. The Home Secretary says it's going to change. Uh, is no way a step in the legalisation of cannabis, but is this the baby steps that we're seeing, Cal, in weed cannabis being used to help people with medical issues and then maybe the legalisation? I'd like to say yes. What do you think? Being a non, non-blazer. non So give me the, the, exactly what's happened again. So basically medical cannabis... Yeah. Uh, in some shape or form, will be available on prescription for for certain people. Uh, doctors will be able to prescribe medicine der- derived from marijuana. So basically, yeah. the aspects of marijuana be so you know certain chemicals that help people you relax know, and. It's completely legalized in Canada now. It's comp- it's legalized in a lot of states in America. It's been yeah. legalized in. Amsterdam Europe. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. a long time. And there's drug and free zone, there's drug zones that you can you can go to and sort of do mm. whatever you want and not get not get harassed. So And I think it's for a long time people in the know know that there are serious health benefits with cannabis and marijuana. And I think there's a specific strain, isn't there? It's like uh you have to go with is it a CBD oil or something like that? Um mm. so it's a specific part of, you know, when you get real geeky and scientifical with it, it's not the actual active ingredient that gets you high. There's an active ingredient that is good with the health benefits. And that's probably what will be the medicinal cannabis, right? Based on CBD oil and that kind of stuff there. Now, I'm losing faith that it will be legalised in the UK simply because we've gone backwards in it. We're a backwards country. Let's, let's admit it, innit? We've gone, we voted for going out of Europe. We've voted for Brexit. We've brought flipping UKIP into, like, made them a really big mainstream kind of party. We're, we're going backwards. Yeah. Um, I can't see us trying to legalise marijuana. It doesn't sound like something... Like, that sounds like something that the Swiss would do or the Finns, like, people from Finland, like, these real forward-thinking... Forward-thinking European people. countries, yeah. But not us, bro. I don't, I don't see that happening, to be fair. Although there's people out there with that are dying of cancer and then there's, they're using uh, cannabis and it's curing them of their cancer and shit like that. Mm. You can Google all of this stuff. There's loads of people with their own testimonials and you can get these products. It's mad though because in some countries it's legal and it's helping people with illnesses. Like I saw a video with someone with like multiple sclerosis, hand was shaking, 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 shaking. They took a little bit of uh, cannabis oil, hand stopped shaking. Just like that. Yeah. Clearly medicinal benefits, but for some reason the, the the lawmakers over here are not having it so I think the sooner they can pass it the better and they can tax it and make millions off it and then that keeps them happy and then people can go and get their weed and it's regulated um, the different strengths the different strains what you need it for if you need it to help you sleep if you need it to help you relax or you just want to bum weed I think there's there's ways to it um, I've got another business idea bro other than the hip hop darts board yeah, I always have these million dollar ideas. Go for it, man. Because you're, you're a million dollar brother, that's I why. Million dollar man. Just call me Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Oh, <laughs> I've a million dollar man. Like I'm chilling with Virgil. Hey, that's the first spot of the show. <laughs> Listeners, for the setup, yeah, we've gone from last episode we was on a couch together. Pause. Fucking hell, mate. Recording. <laughs> what kind of podcast you think this is, bro? And now we're sitting on a table. <laughs> we're sitting on a table. We're sitting opposite each other on a sh- on a small table. Yeah. So it's a nice little setup. So Cal gave me the spot. What's the million What's the million dollar um, idea? I should be a venture capitalist or something. Go for man. it, man. What is start it? setting up companies and selling these ideas. But basically, if they ever legalised weed in the UK, I'm going to fucking set up an Uber for weed. So drug literally, de- drug dealer delivery. I'm in a car. Yeah, I've got an app. 
Yeah. You order your weed on the app. Yeah. And I'm bringing that shit to your door. And then I hold up my bridge and I say, Morph, do you want to like, just like a little, you know what I mean? When you're not in the studio, you want to like, hey, he's like, yeah, I got a whip. You know, I might as well, you know. And then I hold up Rago Zulu Rebel, shout out Rebel Zulu. You want to you wanna jump on this thing? Like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to holler at everybody because like that would be the dopest fucking business ever. Literally dopest. I'm trying to think of a cool name to, to go with that. But Did yeah. you get a pun? That's a delivery service. Dope. I think, I Dope think business. the, um, <laughs> idiot. Um, I, think, I think the little machines where you can order your, your weed through that come through, that's, that's going to be the new wave. Like uh, a, a weed vending machine. Well, they have vending, vending machines in America, but over here where you just put your phone to it and yeah. you get your little bing and look, I, I should fucking move to Canada and set this business up, man. I can't do. I can't move to Amsterdam now, innit? After Brexit, like, I won't be welcome in Holland anymore. Will I, I want my I, British I think passport? You, I think I think you'd be welcomed anywhere, just like we're welcomed every, anywhere and everywhere we go. Kylian Mbappe, episode twenty nine. Any, anywhere we go on the pitch. Listen, talk Mbappe. Um, you know what? After the World Cup, we ain't really reflecting on the World Cup properly, have we? But after the World Cup, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we did the final. Yeah, just the final, innit? But yeah, I was but wondering who was the player of the tournament because you know, the, like last last uh, twenty fourteen, it was a man like um, James Rodriguez who kind of came out of he got the golden boot in it, yeah, and became the new world star. In but football. then he didn't do much when he went to um, Madrid and then he got loaned out to Bayern. So I'd say the players that really shone, Modric shone, uh, Trippier shone, that uh, that Griezmann. Who, who was the the other attacker in Croatia? Is it uh, Perisic? Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was hard, Hard bro. body. Wow, like his game is intense. Mm. I'd love Arsenal to sign that guy, man. Bruv, I might be going to Arsenal Man City first game of the season so I can s- spend big money just to get my hopes dashed again. Mm. Um, speaking about sport, we've got two massive boxing matches over the weekend. We've got Dylan White versus Joseph Parker. They face off for a chance uh, of a title challenge. or uh, So basically, the winner... As a as a chance of a title challenge, and the loser basically has a career going nowhere. So it's all or nothing for Parker or for Dylan White. What's your opinion on that one, Cal? I know you're a big boxing fan. Um, it's a bit mad because we mentioned this already. <laughs> but you know, uh, I don't know. Like Parker, yeah, I think he's an awkward. He's got an awkward style. So against AJ. Um, I wanted AJ to bang him up, but to be fair, AJ couldn't bang him up couldn't. because it means that Parker's a good fighter. Parker's a great fighter. Awkward, and AJ couldn't get him out. Against White, you know, White is going to have to be on his game if he wants to beat Parker, I think. Yeah, yeah. Parker's a good boxer, man. I've got Joseph Parker on points. That might be a good Maybe bet, a late knockdown. I reckon it will go the distance, man. It's going the distance. Both tough fighters. That's it. Like, I don't think you can knock out Dylan White easily ever. He's a tough nut, man. Yeah, he's a bit of a mad nut. But have you seen some of his? Uh, yeah, it, he needs his own TV it, program. I, IFL, the, that fighting. Uh, there's like a fighting YouTube channel. IFL guy gets backstage with the camera talking to Dylan White and all these guys, but he knows them. So there's like Brant's, like like he, like Dylan White. There was one where he was trolling the guy on the camera. He was flipping hilarious, bro. Mm. Um, we also got a big boxing match between Mikey Garcia and Robert Easter lightweight unification two undefeated world champions and one of boxing's original eight weight classes are set to go head to head we've got Garcia who's up there pound for pound one of the best 38 and old record that's going to be a real fight to concentrate for those connoisseurs you know 
not just the big bait names, but check, definitely check out Garcia, Easter. 38 and all. Yeah, that's a lot. And Dylan White, Joseph Parker. Uh, I can't wait for the start of the Premiership. Obviously, we'll cover that on Beer, Rap and Bants. Mm. Start of the Fantasy Football League. Mm. I think I won that. Did I win that? Yeah, finishing top of the league. You know, we don't play. Uh, also... Of a Chicken Cottage Fantasy Football League. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. We'll be covering all sports, all music. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. It's been a hot week. Why is your fantasy league called Chicken Cottage League? Because we used to eat at Chicken Cottage. Um, in the, It's just funny, isn't it? I don't know. It's not unofficial. It's not like nothing to do with Chicken Cottage. I'm but... wondering why it, it's that. Because like there isn't one in Leightonstone. There's one that's in... It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a bougie chicken shop, to be fair. Do you think so? So it's an interesting choice. I think it's just banter. Okay. Would you be saying that if you finished top three and you got a trophy? No, I'm just saying, like, I was, <laughs> the thought just came to mind because, like, you know, like, we're in Forest Gate right now. We're in the East End of London, you know. Uh, if you go to a chicken shop in Forest Gate, you got probably something like Sam's or, no, um, or Dixie or... Dixie's more of an East. You know. It's funny how there's... Um, what's the one in South London? Morley's. Mm. There's only Morley's in South... It's like a South Institute. But yeah. I don't really think they're chickens I anymore. there's one in North, though, a random one in North London. Yeah, but that's just like a franchise, isn't random, it? But yeah. you got chicken, you got all these wonderful chicken shops. I might have to go chicken shop in a minute. I've been drinking. I've had my first ever Magnum, Magnum tonic wine. Mm. And it waved you properly. Do you think so? Yes. Bro, sh- you, was, you was sitting in bare chest talking to guys of shit. <laughs> wait, wait. Hey, Get a couple hey. Ben Dot came out. I was my, my, my top off. I was sweating. Anyway, listen. Hey, I got a ticket to go see Mo Gilligan, man. I'm going to go on the Couple Cans tour, go see Mo Gilligan. How'd you get a ticket? Um, someone bought it for me. Hey, my yeah. guy, my guy. Um, all right, the, the wife just texts me. Don't wake me up when you get in. I won't. Although this Magnum, she ain't got a choice. Um, this is episode 29. The Killian Mbappe episode, the best player at the World Cup. He brought home the gold. Do you think he was the brought, best player at the World Cup? Bruv, he, he brought home the gold for his country. Without his goals, what would they have done? Without Griezmann's goals. Greece! He's the youngest player to have scored in a World Cup yeah, final yeah, yeah. I'll give him that. I'll give him Pele. that. Oh. He's the next one. Quick uh, quick, quick question, because someone sent it to the WhatsApp. Uh, uh, Ozil in his prime or Burkamp in his prime for Arsenal? Oh, come on. Burkamp, what are you yeah, talking about? That That's well, not even yeah. a... That's for the Arsenal fans. Who even came up with that? Uh, Idiot No, Kippo Kippo asked that still Foolish boy Anyway (laughs) Listen Thank you for listening Thank you for subscribing Thank you for downloading It's Beer Rap and Banner Episode 29 It's been a mad episode Stop start I've been drinking My first ever Magnum My my cherry's been popped Yeah Cow's had a long week It's been hot in London It's coming like fucking Barbados Thunderstorms today Flipping out We discussed the N-word Did we discuss the C-word? Did that pick it up? Mercury Maybe we did we are Hip hop shooting them for Forest Gate, Leighton Stonish. That's it, man. So, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Thank you for listening. And we're going to go away on holiday and go away for a bit. So, <laughs> yeah. bless you. One and of if you're having sex, make sure it's with one of your loved ones so you have that beautiful connection. No, you don't have to have sex with a loved one. The next day. Why do you no, have but to love that one? was in the article we was talking oh, about. Oh, to have meaningful when sex. It, well, yeah, when they have sex with someone they're in a relationship with, it feels even better the next day. Yeah, the Opposed next day. To, like we were saying, innit? You just beat something and you're, you're trying to put your socks on before you even bust a nut. By the time you bust a nut, you got your fitted hat on and you're in your Jordans and you're out of the door, bro. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> you're trying to treat the listeners like a fucking duck, bro.
Peace. <laughs>